0: everyone. Welcome. This is SoundCloud's Next Wave event. So let me tell you a little bit. Well, let me tell you who I am. My name is Erica. I head up the artist team over at SoundCloud. So, yay. Uh, SoundCloud's Next Wave event brings together everything about music culture. So let me tell you a little bit of the things that are happening in this space today. It is an art exhibition. So all around you, that this, everything that's around me, is artworks from three Austin-based visual artists who make music a major part of their practice. So they design flyers, artwork, um, movie posters. So those three, uh, those three artists are Kate Dealer, Pune Ghana, and Ian Orth. So I don't know if they're here today. Does anyone know? Someone tell me, are they here? If not, just look around for their artwork. Um, So other things that are happening around here today are in this bar right through there, you can actually meet some of SoundCloud's uh, artist team members, music team members, get some one-on-one time with them. They'll show you some tips and tricks of how to maximize your artistry on SoundCloud. We are about community. So if you don't have the SoundCloud app downloaded, download it, trade handles. Get each other's playlist, do what you gotta do. So, in the other room, there's the vocals on the go room, and that will be hosted by King Jammin'. So, get in there, you know, spit some vocals, get some one on one time. Um, so, a little bit about Dub Academy it's a DJ school for the youth. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so, right now, though, what we have in this stage is the community is the new currency conversation. So, um, oh, and sorry, I forgot one thing. Later on, after these two conversations that we're gonna host right now, we're gonna have an all women lineup of performances. So stick around for that. It is Women's History Month and let's be real, women make the world go round. Um, so okay, so get, getting back to it. Right now we have the community as a new currency panel. Um, So if you want to know how to take your local community global, stick around here as our wonderful moderator, who I'm going to bring up to the stage, Maria Jaronis. She does uh, the Senior senior Media Partnerships at Reddit. I'm just going to move to the side so everyone can see Maria. Um, She will be moderating both of our panels today. And right now she's going to be joined by Toyon Julian, who is Chief Business Officer of Harris. Family Legacy, and Grand Hustle, TI's Grand Hustle. So come up to the stage. She'll also be joined by Jamal Jamo, who is the head of hip hop and R&B streaming at Venice. Where is he? And last one, uh, our very own SoundCloud's Yazid Brit, who is the director of a and at SoundCloud. So take it away.
1: amazing hey everyone as erica mentioned my name is maria hironas i have the sincere privilege of working at a company called reddit you might know it but my title is um senior media senior partnerships manager of talent but basically (laughs) the way i like to describe it is i have the privilege of working with talent at reddit to bring community and belonging to everyone in the world so that makes me so excited to be here with you all for soundcloud's next wave talking about you know, the future of fan-powered royalties, which will be right after this as a panel. And now, one of my favorite topics, community, is the new currency. So, what I've asked each of the panelists to do is introduce themselves, but particularly introduce themselves as it relates to communities they identify with. So, I'll start off uh, with three of them, and each of them will go around, and I'll start with you, and then we'll go from there. But, um, as I mentioned, my name's Maria. I'm part of the queer community, the Christian community, and the Latinx community.
2: Dope, hey guys, I'm Yazid Brit. Um, I'm director of A&R at SoundCloud. The communities I would say I identify with is one that I'm wearing now. It's called Clouds of Color. Um, It is our diversity group within SoundCloud. Um, It's a tight-knit group. We all pretty much like are each other's backbones. Um, I'm also a part of the creative community, and I'm also a part of a community called No Reception, which is just like young executives that just hang out and get away from the work life.
3: My name is Jamal Jamo. I am head of hip hop and R&B streaming at Venice. Um, and communities that I identify with um, are the last-born sons of Nigerian parents. Um, I identify with the dog walkers of Mid City, L.A. And Same. I identify with the "Do whatever my fiance tells me" community. <laughs>
4: My name is Toyon Julian. I am the Chief Business Officer for TIP T.I. Harris, so that includes the record label, film production, pretty much everything he has. And the communities I uh, identify with are uh, something called the Bella Network, which is a network of uh, professional women of color, and so we all support each other. I uh, identify with the Christian community, and then I also identify with the Asian community. Amazing.
1: Thank you all for sharing that. And I hope that people in the audience, you know, if any of that resonated with you, come up to us after and talk to us more about the communities you're part of as well. Um, so, we're talking about community as the new currency. And I think something I brought up to the panelists coming into this was there's a sincere difference uh, between building fans and building a community. And I'm going to pose this question to everyone on this panel, but I'm actually going to start out with Jamal. Um, but what are some of the first steps a developing artist can do to? build a community instead of fans?
3: Um, excellent question. I hear that's what you're supposed to do in panels. You tell somebody when they've asked an excellent question or <laughs> raised a terrific point. Ten
4: out of ten. <laughs> yeah, you know,
3: look, I've, I've watched a lot of tape. Um,
4: Stalling tactic.
3: Uh, 100%. <laughs> I, don't judge me. Um, artists need to identify who they are. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it all starts. And you see artists uh, and everything that... We do, uh, promotes us to chase a trend, uh, whether it's on social media, TikTok, Instagram, whatever have you. We're always pushed to chase a trend to kind of find that which is moving so we can kind of fit into the natural slipstream of it. If you truly identify who you are, identify what your particular point of view is, and hone in on that, it makes identifying an audience that's true to you, identifying community that's true to you, just not necessarily easier, but that much more fruitful because you're now putting yourself in a position where they're in tune with your honesty and they're in tune with who you actually are versus who you are in the interest of chasing a wave.
1: I love that. Does anyone, does that resonate with anyone else or have any other points to add there?
2: No, what he said was definitely I right actually on. stole Yaz's answer, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, I always tell artists too, like, it's, again, it's about authenticity and, like, Once you do identify what that is, it's like, how can you be that 800% past what you think that you currently are? Because most artists are, in their true form, are extremes of something, whether it's, you know, being a turtle, right? Like, being in your shell, and you're just more of, like, a person that just stays to yourself. Those guys usually do that to the 100th degree, or the people who are just, like, really outgoing, they're really outgoing when you meet them and their hands are all over the place and they can't sit still and things like that. And you're just like, yo, that kid is like on one, but he (laughs) sticks out more or she sticks out more than anybody else. So just like what, you know, Jamal was saying, authenticity.
4: I think the one thing I'm going to say also is don't look for a community to build your career. Look Mm -hmm. for the community you fit into because a lot of people will go, well, maybe if I join this, whatever group, it'll help me promote my record, you know, but the things that are truly authentic, the people that you're in the group with are going to know you're authentic and then they're going to want to support you because you've built this sense of family. So really building community is different than fans because I think you're building a sense of family where you know, you love something, they love something and you're talking about that and they're like, oh, did you hear? Jamal has a record out. Oh, did you hear that? And then all of a sudden everybody's talking about it. So I, I think the key point is be authentic but also don't look at it like a marketing tool. I love that.
3: You built it up to so where they feel they have ownership over your project as much as you do.
4: Mm. Yeah,
1: I think just align, I think to kind of surmise, it's aligning, acknowledging, um, and not trying to be anything you're not. Authenticity, I think that's a really good way of like summarizing it all together. And Tuan, and I actually want to go back to you for a moment. Um, I think what's amazing about you is you truly kind of paved the way for like the intersection of culture and technology. And I think much like SoundCloud and a lot of different professionals here, Um, you still straddle that. I guess as it relates to your point on building communities and such, how can artists use technology to leverage building up their communities?
4: Well, thank you for the compliment. Um, I think it's really great, a great time to use technology. You can find any community you want. You can go, I collect seahorses. Who out there collects seahorses? And you'll suddenly find people on the internet and whatever. And then also for me, for the community part, and this is not telling you don't do everything to promote your album like TikTok and, uh, and every, Instagram and everything, but for the community ones, find the ones that are authentic to that community and stick to that one. I always say, like, um, if you're really good and you have, you know, a dog walking community on Instagram, don't go looking for the one on TikTok and don't go looking for the one on Facebook. Like, stick to the one, build the one and really make it feel real and authentic. I love that.
1: And I think to that point as well, you know, I find that a lot of artists will try to jump at the newest thing, but, you know, sometimes sticking with what you know and being confident in that is more than half the battle to finding what you're looking for.
4: I agree. I I see artists all the time saying, oh, did you read this? Oh, did you read this? And I'll say, well, that doesn't even feel like you. Why would you do it? Well, this other guy got 20 billion streams off of doing that. And I said, but does it feel authentic? Does Mm -hmm. it make, or are people going to be like, he's just doing that as clickbait? And then, You know, you lose your community because they're like, he's just in here to get us to listen to music. He's not actually caring about walking dogs.
3: People are ready to employ every means they can but consistency. They want to jump ship to the first thing moving as opposed to just staying with what could potentially work but hasn't worked yet.
1: This is a good plug that this is being recorded, so you're going to want to remember that gem and listen to it later.
3: (laughs) Or just tag me in it on Twitter if you want.
1: Easy peasy. Um, I guess, Jamal, actually, this is a good segue to your question I have for you. Um, you worked with companies and artists that have become global brands. I, to say the least, Justin Bieber, amongst others, of course. Um, and I, one of the things that I think is interesting is a brand that's local becoming global. And obviously, a lot of you know, Wild and Out, Justin Bieber, amongst other your uh, projects in the past. What is like, the first step to getting there? especially for a developing artist, or even, like, what is uh, the strategy coming from a local community being a global community?
3: Um, I mean, no part of the strategy is supernatural. It's starting with that you can reach most immediately, and then the externality of that consistency, of that continuous build is that, that ripple effect. It just tends to keep casting a wider net. You have more people who will talk about you. You have access to larger stages, so you have more people who can see you, so you get access to larger platforms. It just, you're not continuously looking to find a larger stream. You're growing stronger at the stream you're in, and you're able to go with or against the current, depending on how the stream is moving, to a larger body of water, and then you grow accordingly. Mm. And there just isn't nearly enough of it. Like, no part of those builds was an easy one. Justin was moving around New York in a 15 passenger van with six of us. Um, we gave Erica the front seat because she's the diva. Uh, sorry, Erica. Um, Shade
0: being thrown. <laughs> and she
3: doesn't have a mic right now. I can say what I want. Um, it, we went to Boston Market um, on her corporate card because she was had the card that wasn't cut off. But like it starts with that kind of immediate, you know, like you start with that very immediate reach and then you cast a wider net the greater your access and your presence grows. And that's how the local becomes a global.
1: I love that. I wonder if there's anything else y'all wanted to add at that point in particular. Um, but I'll- I read
3: all of their cue cards before we came yeah. down here. They were getting glammed up. And <laughs> I went through pockets and read all of their answers.
1: <laughs> I mean, you're just stealing all those gems. But um, I guess to that point as well, you know, something Yaz, I wanted to kind of talk to you about the nature of A&R has often been described as kind of crate digging and such, um, as in, like, finding music before it's, like, popping off and such. Um, In your work at SoundCloud and in your past, I I find that kind of the new era of A&R is looking at their communities, like the people these artists surround themselves with and building up slowly, even if it's small or large. What does community, how does community, rather, play a factor in your decision-making as far as your A&R strategy?
2: I mean, it it plays a big role, Um, obviously SoundCloud is extremely about community. Um, Just even, you know, I can see a lot more than what other people can see, just from a platform standpoint, and a lot of times what we look at are even just what artists are other artists actually collaborating with um, from a platform standpoint. So a lot of times I can see like, just throwing a name out there like, who is Little Yachty looking at on the platform? You know, what artist is he liking? What artist is he commenting on? Does he have a collab with that particular artist? And then from there, it's like that artist that he identified, now who are they connected with, right? And so just looking at those artists and seeing their growth and being able to watch them over time and then looking at what are the comments on their, you know, um, songs. You know, what's the feeling or the vibe that people are actually commenting on for the song does it make them happy does it make them sad do they are they can you know talking with other people about this song makes me sad so community is definitely everything you know I can see from somebody having a hundred people that are actually you know following them and listening to them consistently to somebody who has a hundred thousand people that are actually you know they started at that hundred mark but like you know just paying attention to those different things so Of course, the authenticity and the artist, and then how are they moving their community and how are they interacting with their community are definitely uh, two key points that I look at when looking for an artist.
1: I love that. I guess as a bit of a follow-up to that, you brought up an interesting point as far as it starts with 100, right? And it takes a long time to be able to develop that community. I'm I'm wondering if you have any advice for the artists that kind of feel you know, that it's been 100 for a while, you know, and they're just really building that up. I wonder if you have any insight to there. I mean, it's,
2: it's, it's, it's that's a hard question to answer, only because, you know, it's easy to just say, oh, they're stuck at that 100, but I don't really know exactly what they've been doing to for that 100 to only stay that way. So I think that, say there's an artist, just throwing a scenario out there, say there's an artist that can't crack that that tier of getting past that 100, they might need to go do a collaboration with an artist that makes sense to who they are as an artist or within their community who might have say 200 listeners or 200 people that are in their community because then they're just stealing audience at that point um the other thing could be maybe they need to get out more and like actually network like just keeping it a hundred percent basic you know um there's other things too like digital marketing you know like there's are they investing in themselves to increase their visibility for people to discover them, right? And so obviously there's marketing people up here, looking at Jamal, because, you know, he spends money on uh, making sure that people can see the artists that are actually being worked on from the A&R perspective.
4: Well, I think um, one of the things we do at Grand Hustle is we really push our artists to use every single possible outlet that they can use. People don't know all the different community aspects of all the different social media platforms. We love SoundCloud because you can put up a hook and a verse on SoundCloud and say, hey, everybody, you like this? And then take it down. Or I'm putting three up. Everybody give me likes and I'm going to actually finish recording the one that got the most likes. You can put up your live sessions from the studio and say, hey, we were just screwing around with this, but do you like the beat? People don't do that. People don't respond to comments. People don't actually engage the community. So before we spend any money, we look at our artists and we go, you haven't responded to any of these comments. You haven't done the actual work that you need to do before I'll spend some marketing dollars. And I think... There's a lot out there, so for you guys that are artists out there, there's a lot out there that you're probably missing on every single social media platform. Make sure the ones that you have your most followers on, you're actually responding and putting little hearts on their comments or answering their questions because that's free. And you start getting people realizing you're answering questions. I've seen it really grow exponentially when people know, hey, that's actually him. He's actually responding to me. So I think that's a key part that people are missing. Sorry,
3: looked like you were the thing. Uh, no, that was brilliant. You can't <laughs> Sorry, fake you. connectivity. It's <laughs> brilliant.
1: Yeah. Um, to you, and there's something uh, someone, a mentor said to me a few years ago. Um, they said it to an artist and I was in the room and it really resonated with me. Um, love is also spelled T-I-M-E. Um, and basically as it relates to being an artist, to truly build a community, I think we can all agree with this, it takes time. And it takes a lot of love, and those are two, not individual things. They they have to be together and done with a uh, with all the integrity required.
2: Yeah, I was gonna say, um, I think it's it's been in recent time that you've seen artists like really blow up that have only been doing music for like two or three years. Like most of the time, you've it's always been like. Someone sticks and does their artist development for like five, six, seven, ten years. And then all of a sudden they like become these stars. But they had to do a lot of the work behind the scenes. And I think nowadays artist development is actually happening in front of us. And so the artists are like actually becoming discovered a lot faster. But sometimes those artists don't last that long. Like I want to be involved with artists that are going to be here ten years from now. So, you know, just even though another point of, like, building community, having those people follow you and obviously, like, watch your growth, that's, you know, that, that'll that create community around you so that way people last forever. But, you know, having an artist that can actually perform, you know, without a two track or just their, you know, just the instrumental without actually having a full main track, you know, um, artists that actually stand for something and speak towards something, you know. Um, To me, those are the artists that are going to last and be here for 10 years.
4: I think to piggyback on that, one of the things also is artists are getting discouraged now when it's taking two to three years. So all you artists out there don't get discouraged because they see, oh, that kid got discovered and signed in three days and I'm just as good as him and I should pop off and I've been working for six months and why haven't I popped off yet? You know, um, those of us that are, as we said, on the little older islands have seen artists work 10 years before they have a hit, you know? Um, That's really something that I'm watching. And like you said, we're developing them in front of our eyes and they're not doing the artist development behind the scenes. But I think that's important for anybody that's out here that's like on whatever year you're on and you're like, man, I'm I'm not gonna do this anymore. If you really love it and if you wake up every day and all you can think about is making music, keep going, just keep going.
1: I can't think of a better note to leave off on. (laughs) Um, Before we go, I wanted to make sure everyone had the space and time to be able to plug something they're excited about at their companies or in their lives and such like that. So I'm going to start with you, Yaz, if that's okay.
2: Dope, dope. Um, So I'm excited for, I signed about four artists so far being at SoundCloud, um, and their projects are coming out really soon, whether it's a single, whether it's an album. So be on the lookout for Lil Pump. Uh, We did a deal with him. Techno, the Nigerian Afro pop artist. uh, We just released his first single. Kilo Letitia, who will be performing later on today. And then a Savannah, Georgia artist by the name of Pope Baby who's a developing act. So super excited. It's going to be a good year. Jamal?
3: Uh, I'm slightly more chaotic than Yaz is. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, If you don't want your A&R, dancing all in the- (laughs) totally kidding um venice music for anyone who (laughs) uh, uh, venice music for anyone who's looking for an equitable distribution platform uh with eyes squarely focused on where the future of the business is headed um, and a mind that's keenly attuned to where the business currently is i highly highly suggest that you look into venice uh, I'm not just saying that because my expenses get approved in a timely fashion uh, and they keep me coming back and keep inviting me to meetings each week. Um, I'm saying it because I've had the opportunity to see a good deal of distribution platforms and in terms of services and just general pipeline, uh, they are best in class. So come take a look at us at Venice.
4: And I'm come not to Death Row. <laughs> I'm not going to rattle through our whole artist roster we have great artists on grand hustle but the one that i'm most excited about right now is ti's son domani he's amazing he's going to be here he has a lot of shows but um it if you could imagine growing up in a shadow and making your own lane this kid has done it he doesn't sound like his father he doesn't you know his his songs are totally different and I, we're really excited about him because we've watched the last year and he's really blowing up and growing into his own and then we have some films coming out, some TV shows. The TI developed a TV show that he's funded himself that's going to come out soon. So we have a lot going on that we're excited about.
1: Busy, busy. But
4: um, I just want to give a
1: hand to the panelists on here for their time. Um, thank you. And also thank you all so much for being here today. Um, but I stay, uh, stay for a moment for Fan Powered Royalties. Thank you.
2: Oh.
0: Thank you all. Everyone, we are going to take a quick break, and we are going to come back with our next panel, which is the fan-powered renaissance in about 15 minutes. So go grab a drink, check out the vocals on the booth room, and check out all the artwork all around you. We'll be back at 3.15. 3.15.